Welcome to Breakthrough, the podcast that helps you to get unstuck, move forward, move on, and finally break through to that next level that you have been looking for. I'm Mickey Ruthman, transformational breakthrough coach, speaker, and author, and your host right here on the Breakthrough Podcast. So get ready to break the barriers and break the limitations, and let's dive right on into this week's episode of Breakthrough. My guest on today's episode. Jared Petzer is the CEO and founder of a Facebook group called Hashtag I'm Staying. This was a South African initiative that was started a couple of months ago at a time when South Africans were really losing hope and morale was extremely low due to a whole bunch of things that happened in our country. And this group really grew at a massive rate and now has over a million members who are on a daily basis giving each other hope, inspiring one another and showing kindness towards their fellow human beings and South Africans. So help me welcome Jared Petzer to the Breakthrough Podcast today. Hello there beautiful souls and welcome back to the Breakthrough Podcast. I really feel so blessed to be able to still bring you this podcast that really aims at giving you practical, helpful, uplifting, inspiring content, especially at a time like this with everything that is going on around the world. And for those of you who don't know, I'm from South Africa and we are also going on lockdown in just a couple of hours today for the next 21 days. So it really is such an amazing time to reflect and really rethink our lives, reset a couple of things and just get back to who am I? What am I here for? How do I want my life to look? Who is it that I want to be, right? And we've really got the time to do that in the next 21 days here in South Africa. And for those of you who are not from South Africa and you're somewhere else around the world, I'm sending you love and light right now. I know some of you are on lockdown already and you're in our prayers and our thoughts as well. Now, for this week's episode, I pulled somebody closer for an interview that managed to, at a time in South Africa where morale was really down and South Africans were extremely negative about our country and where things were going, he managed to create a group, a Facebook group called Hashtag I Am Staying that really became a pillar of hope in the community and a pillar of hope to South Africans at large. They literally grew that group just in a couple of months to just over a million members. And on there, they have people loving on each other, being kind to one another, and really inspiring and uplifting people with hope and positive stories every single day. And that is who I'm speaking to today, guys. I am speaking to Jared Petzer, the CEO and the founder of Hashtag I'm Staying. And we're covering a couple of topics, but in lieu of what is going on around the world right now, we are particularly discussing the topic of collective consciousness and how and why just me focusing on being positive and helping somebody else through this time, how that actually impacts us as a collective and as humanity as a whole. And like I said, we get into a whole lot of other cool topics as well. So do stay put, keep listening. You're really going to get some value out of this. 
and enjoy this episode right there from the comfort of your own home as usual. So guys, without further ado, let's jump right on into this week's episode of Breakthrough. Guys, so please help me to welcome Jared Petzer to the Breakthrough Podcast today. Welcome, Jared. How are you? Hey, how's it going, Mickey? I'm very well, thank you so much. Considering where we are, I'm, I'm in a good space. <laughs> it's awesome having you here today. And I think that especially at this time, not just in our country, but also in the world at large, it's, it's really key that we chat about these things because I think everyone's going through a whole lot of change right now, right? Yeah, listen, I mean, we're, we're in completely uncharted territories here. Um, so, I mean, there's, there's, there's really nothing for us to compare it to. There's no rule book or playbook for us to work from. And, uh, and uh, I, 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 think, I, I think it's essential for us to at least try and keep, um, keep whatever we, we can, you know, from a, from a, from a positive mindset perspective um, going. I mean, it's just, it's just a really strange space for us to be in right now. Mm. Absolutely. So, Jared, before we dive into the awesome topic we're chatting about today, I just kind of want you to tell our listeners a little bit about who are you, what is hashtag I'm staying, because a lot of the listeners on this podcast are from international countries and not from South Africa. So just tell us what is hashtag I'm staying and how did it start? Why did it start and what is the purpose of that? Great. So I come from a I come from a, a real estate background. Um, I've, I've built a couple of companies, and uh, I suppose I've always been playing in the entrepreneurship space. Um, but uh, the, the 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 reason behind hashtag I'm staying and what it really represents is that uh, in September last year, we were really at a pinnacle in terms of where things were going from a political perspective in our country. There was a lot of disarray. There was a lot of disconnect. Um, there was a huge amount of, of tension between, you know, uh, between different races in South Africa, and I think there was a lot that was being played on to sort of drive that and to and to and to, and to feed it. And um, uh, a lot of South Africans were were looking at um, jumping ship and trying to trying to move across to other countries and 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 seek greener pastures because of the uncertainty that we were facing. And I wasn't any different, you know, but the one thing that I was, was a contributor to all of this mayhem. And I, I came to realize that because things weren't going very well for me. Um, I, I, my attitude was, was certainly not uh, conducive to anything that was, that was constructive. I mean, I was, I was participating in sharing all the, the doom and gloom. Every conversation that I had was focused around doom and gloom. And it really wasn't doing anything for my psyche. And it definitely wasn't doing anything for my business or my relationships. So, um, I, I I went back to my to my teachings. I've been focused on Abraham Hicks for some time now, and uh, you know Abraham speaks a lot about um, the creating a thought in your mind, attaching an emotional um, feeling to that thought, and then letting um, letting things manifest from that standpoint. So I, I did a little video, and it wasn't anything spectacular. I mean, it was a short little video, and it just said, "Listen, guys, you know um, we can either be part of the problem or part of the solution," and we need to just change our thinking and change our behavior. Well, and I was, I was really talking to myself, to be honest with you. And, uh, and I, I did a little video. I put it up onto, onto Facebook. And uh, I didn't get a huge amount of traction on the video. But um, there, were two, there were two prominent things that, that featured. One was a person saying that they were a stayer and they were prepared to, to, to work and commit to their country. And the other one was a, a lady that suggested I set up a group. And this was on the 5th of September. I didn't really pay much attention to it. 
And then uh, on the sixth, I thought to myself, you know, maybe this is something that's not a bad idea. And on the seventh, I launched this, this group, hashtag I'm staying. And, and the way that we positioned it was to say that um, if you are South African and you're staying in South Africa, um, tell us your story, you know, tell us why you love your country so much. And I think that message really just resonated because within a couple of days, we had, uh, I think 13 days, we already had almost 50,000 people. And uh, from there, it just sort of rocketed. You know, we six months down the line, we've got 1.1 million members. And it's members from every single demographic in South Africa. So, you know, across all the different LSMs, across all the different uh, races, um, people from different political uh, backgrounds, people from, from all different walks of life, sort of came onto this, uh, onto this platform with a, with a, I mean, it was just, it was something to behold. We had to, we had to build a moderation team of over a hundred moderators within a few days just to cope with the amount of traffic that came through. And it was really touching because we had people telling us about their stories, their trials, their tribulations. They, they were telling us about how they were helping each other. And, um, and, and more so we got to see, uh, we got to look at people's lives through, through this window or, or from a different perspective. And I think that really hit everybody really hard emotionally because all of a sudden, we, we, we realized that the challenges we faced weren't really racial challenges. We were facing you know, these challenges of humanity. And everybody was looking at and dealing with life from their own perspective and from their own um, set, point of reality, you know, in terms of what they were going through. And that really just struck a chord. And we just saw these walls of racial divides collapsing. We saw this, this coming together of a nation and uh, this a absolute strength in, in, in uh, patriotism. You know, people just, just really just wanting to make South Africa work. And from there, it sort of set out and it, it, it continued to grow. And people started throwing these challenges out about, you know, paying for people's labors. Um, you know, the, the, the poorer communities would go to a, to a, a clothing store, for example, and, and try and get their kids' school uniforms. But they weren't able to pay for these school uniforms. Um, something so simple as a school uniform, if you can believe that. And, um, and so we had our community going into these stores and paying off people's debts so that they could get their kids' school uniforms. We had them paying for kids' stationery, buying kids' school shoes. Um, paying for pensioners' groceries in the in the supermarkets. Um, it was just a just a flurry of South Africans coming to coming to the to the, the fore, you know, to really support one another, and that really set the tone for us. And you know, as a result of that, we got a huge amount of media exposure. I think we got a media exposure to the value of about two hundred million rand. We got billboards up all over the country. We were on every single uh, major media outlet, uh, radio, television. Um, in the newspapers, online, and uh, it was just this explosion, and that really sums up how we got up, uh, to be where we are and what we represent. You know, that's really amazing to hear, Jared, because, well, firstly, I want to say thank you for uh, sharing that you listen to Abraham Hicks. It's one of my favorite teachers as well. Really enjoy their stuff. Um, but, you know, this is such a good example for me of someone who had a nudge, followed their hearts, and it just exploded with ease. You didn't have to push it. You didn't have to drive it. From what I hear and what it sounds like, it just, it was flowing, right? Yeah, it was very much organic in every sense of the word, and it, it really took its own shape, you know, and I've got a lot of, we had a lot of people, you know, giving us the gratitude and saying, thank you, thank you for this wonderful platform. But when you look at the reality of the whole thing, what I did was, create this, this, this uh, platform uh, and put the pillars in place. You know, we had some very basic rules. The rules were um, no, no, racial, um, uh, uh, no racial tones, no political tones, no religious tones. So we kept the whole thing very much like Switzerland, if you will. And, um, and I think as a result of that, you know, we had all these people coming on. So really it became the community of 1.1 million people that built this platform. 
and uh, and and drove this platform. I, I don't think there's any uh, on uh, there's any group in in the world that has got this much content that comes in from all over the place. You know, we have very little in terms of messaging. If you if you compare the numbers, there's about thirty thousand posts that come on every single day onto the platform, and that just speaks to to how everyone took ownership of this thing. You know, everybody became a part of the success of hashtag I'm staying. And I, you know, from what I can see, this this group really spoke to a couple of basic human emotional and physical and mental needs. Like what do you what do you think was the need that this spoke to for the greater that, South Africans? I think, you know, I think there was one there was one very very prominent word that that um, resonated from this entire thing, and it was hope. It was a message of hope, and I think that's what South Africans needed. I think South Africans just needed this thing where they could come to this place of safety, where they could where they could um, share their feelings, share their, their their uplifting stories, and share their share their challenges. You know, and how they overcame those challenges. I think it was this this one very clear word. You know, if I if I close my eyes, I can see it quite prominently in, in my mind. And it's just this. It was hope. It was all it was. It was hope. People just needed something to to hold on to, and we provided that. I think at the right time. And also, you know, what I'm realizing at this time as well is not, not all of us have the privilege of having positive thinkers, people who look at the world we want to see or the South Africa we want to see um, in our lives. And it's, it's amazing to be part of a community that is solely focused on seeing the good for a change. So I think it really also spoke to the need of wanting that sort of, you know, soul buddies that are on the same mental plane as you they want to focus on the good right yeah I, I, you know to, to a large degree i don't think everybody well i don't think that uh, um everyone on the platform had that that view when they first got on there they, they just saw this thing and they wanted to be a part of it and um something that was incredibly uh moving for me to see was was people saying i'm sorry i didn't I didn't know you felt this way. I didn't know you were going through those those challenges in your life. And I just want to apologize for any viewpoint that I've had or anything that I've said or any any horrible act that I've done towards towards you or your people. Now, this this speaks directly to the racial divide that we had in South Africa because over the last two hundred years, South Africa has been a very imbalanced um, society. It's been it's been uh, you know. Uh, one of uh, them and us, and uh, with all these 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 major divides set in between us, and um, when when people started seeing each other for the first time, I think there was this 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 emotive thing that just that just spoke to so many people, and it was it was amazing to see how many how many how many of our members just said, "I'm so sorry," and and um, I didn't understand, and thank you very much for being here, and I love you very much, you know, and. That to me was was a major win for us, and we took a lot of criticism for this. You know, we we um, a lot of a lot of uh, people had had to say that we were looking at the world through uh, through rose tinted glasses, and that we were putting our heads in the sand. But when you look at when you look at things from a from a, a, a matter of perspective, social media and the the world at large and media at large provides us with, with so much negativity we can look anywhere we want to look and we can see the devastation going on around us i think hashtag i'm staying provided a safe haven you know not that we were clouded or, or or blinded by the by the the challenges that we face as a community and from a from a national or a global scale but certainly this place of just being able to come for a, a, a brief moment of relief and i think that spoke to that spoke to people's hearts and then 
what we really started to, to notice was the fact that this positive thinking, this positive feeling started translating into, into, into positive actions. And uh, then we started moving in a place that was very much towards solution-driven um, thinking. And that for me was, was uh, the, where, where the formation of the, the Armstrong MPC came into place. And we also have a non-profit company. And that non-profit company really started saying, right, guys, it's time for us now. You know, we, we understand each other. We see each other's hearts. We see, we see this healing, this massive healing taking place. What do we do with it? And, uh, and that sort of set us in, in motion for, for the next phase, which we, we're busy with now. It's really been a, an amazing experience. I think it also, you know, I always tell my teams I work with as well that ignorance breeds contempt. And, you know, if we, not just as South Africans, but citizens of the world, we've got all of these perceptions and, you know, social media stereotypes, a whole lot of stuff as well. And until we actually sit down, get to know each other and ask the questions, really ask the questions, we don't have a lot of patience or grace with each other because we don't actually know what the other person is going through and dealing with. And I think that's really a key thing that happened in that group as well as people got to see other people as humans, individuals, yet again, instead of just part of a specific cultural group or um, a specific stereotype. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I think we've had these these blips of of unification in South Africa, right? And a, a lot of it's been around. Well, in fact, I would say all of it has been around sporting. I mean, if you're looking at uh, the things that have drawn us close together, have been these fantastic victories that we've had from a from a World Cup perspective in the rugby. You know, that's always been a, this this thing that temporarily unites us. But the, the the challenges that we face there, obviously, is that they they come and they go. And I think, uh, I think the, the one thing that we've done quite successfully is to create this continuum, this, this continuous feeling of togetherness. And, uh, and you know, we, we can't move forward unless we are united. That's just the reality. Um, we, have to, we have to remain steadfast and we have to stick together in order to drive anything. Any, any, any hope for a better future is, uh, is, has got to be around uh, a unification of the people. Yeah, and I, I think with what's going on in the world right now as well, um, I don't really want to say the word because I have affectionately renamed the C word <laughs> that's going around, affectionately renamed it as the shift for now to try and focus on it as a positive thing. But, you know, with everything that's happening in the world right now, for the first time, not just our country, but the whole world has got one common enemy. We've got one thing that we're all in unison trying to get through and fight, but it's, it's true what you're saying. It's, it's hard for us on a day-to-day -day basis to, even though we're individuals, realize that we're a unit, we're one, right? And I think that's kind of what I want to address today as well is the fact that although, yes, we're in unison, we need to stand in unison in times like this especially, but more specifically in terms of, you know, we, we all know, we've all heard that our thoughts create what we feel and what we feel is what's creating the world around us and how we perceive it and experience it. But how would you explain collective consciousness in the sense of why should I as an individual be focusing on the solution and the positive? How does that impact the whole in, in general? Well, for me, it's, it's quite simple. You know, do you want to stand and, uh, and, throw mud at everything you see and everything around you and where does the value in that come? You know, where is the, 
what, what positive outcome can, can come from that sort of thinking? And I think that's really, that's really the, the be-all and end-all of it for me. We know that if you're in a positive mindset and if you're in a positive space and if you, you're acting in a positive way, that you, are, you, are, you start to move in the right direction. You can, you can do that in your own personal life. You can do it as a collective. You can do it as a, as a country. Um, but we know that the, the one outcome bears no results and the other outcome bears the most amazing results. So it, it really becomes a matter of where do you want to stand? You know, what, what side of the line do you want to be on? Do you want to be somebody that, that ridicules everything and that breaks everything down and that, and that points fingers at every, everybody? Or do you, want to, do you want to be that individual that takes ownership of self and that, and that, uh, and that doesn't expect to change the world, but certainly, um, certainly t takes steps to, to change one's, one's own behavior and one's own self and uh, the way in which one sees the world? Um, because that, that really, for me, sums up, you know, what is your, what is your outcome? What, what do you want? For your life, what do you want? What do you want your life to be? Um, the sum of your existence. Mm, absolutely, and I, you know, the the picture that kind of comes up for me that that explains it to me the best is if little old me now. I'm quite tiny. For those of you who haven't seen me in person yet, I'm quite a tiny little human. Uh, but if little old me was trying to push a car and get momentum behind that car for it to move forward. It's going to go very slow and it's going to be really hard for me to do, right? So I possibly won't even get momentum behind it. I don't know if I can move the car. But if 10 others jump in behind that car with me and we're all pushing it together, the momentum is that much more. And I think that's what you've created through this group as well, is it's not just one individual trying to focus on the positive and inspire and keep people uh, motivated and full of hope, but it's now a mass of us that have jumped behind that idea and we're giving it mass momentum. Does that make sense? It really does. And I, I like your analogy with the car because he has a question. If, if little old you didn't jump out and start pushing, would anybody else know to jump on board and help you push? If you, yeah. weren't, if you were just sitting in your car and your car wasn't going anywhere, I mean, the chances of people driving past you are quite high. The moment somebody sees you getting out, and this is the thing, you know, be the light of the world. Show the world what you, what you are prepared to do for yourself because the moment you start putting energy behind that car, People around you are going to notice you're doing the same thing, and they will voluntarily do the same thing. It's just a human. It's a human uh, um, emotion. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a human. Uh, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but it's 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 a, it's a human condition. I would say. You know, you see somebody doing something, and you want to take part, and that's how it goes, right? I mean, that's a wonderful analogy. Yeah, we're um, we're creatures who mirror each other. It's it's like when you yawn and somebody else yawns as well. Um, when you touch your face, somebody touches their face. So we mirror what what the other is doing. So absolutely, I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, uh, we had a we had a, a very powerful article that went out uh, in the early days um, of hashtag I'm staying, and it, it was it was it was it spoke around that exact thing. It spoke around the fact that. The way you see the world and the way you react to the world is a direct representation of what is going on inside of you. So the world really is your mirror. You know, the world is a mirror and, and everything that you do reflects upon you. It doesn't reflect upon anybody else or, any, or anything else. Um, it only reflects on you. So I think the, the, the question is, you know, what do you want to see when you look in the mirror? And, um, and, uh, and you know, what value, what value do you want to bring? Now, I've had that question from a whole lot of my clients, especially at this time, and I'd love to hear your take on it. So what would you say, not just as the collective necessarily, but to each of us as individuals, 
what is happening right now? What what do you what do you kind of think that is mirroring back to us? Sure, I think uh, <laughs> I think mankind has lost its way. I think uh, I think I think we've become very focused on things that are not natural, and um, it's been very much driven around power. It's been very much driven around e-commerce. I mean, I mean economies, money. Um, and I, I think I think what we are seeing coming back to us now is a result of everything that we've put in play over the last who knows how many years. And I think uh, I think there, there's a gift in it for us, really, if we want to look at this, um, if we want to look at this thing from a, you know, from a from a from a bird's eye view, we, we have to say that that this 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 challenge that we're facing right now is forcing us to come together. It's forcing us to change our way. It's forcing us to to behave in a different way and it's, it's it's helping us to to help others because we are all in this boat together now there is no more there is no more pointing of fingers you know you you you, you can't fight this enemy with uh with with uh, with weapons and with anger you you've got to do this thing uh, as a collective and you have to do it passively i think that's the message here is that um whatever we whatever we do going forward it's got to be collective and it has to be passive it's a passive resistance that will help us to overcome this this enemy that we all face and hopefully that this this enemy is is helping us to to bring ourselves um closer together as as uh, as humanity you know from a, from a, uh, as, as as human beings we we all our differences have have been set aside for us <laughs> i don't think I don't think there was an option in the in in this thing, you know. It wasn't like you know, do you want to participate? The bottom line is you are participating, and um, you know, I, th I think there's there's a, there's a gift in here for us somewhere, isn't there? Couldn't agree with you more. And you know what I've what I've kind of been doing in this time is is really focusing or asking myself, Mickey, what have you been putting out into the universe? What are your dreams, your hopes? What have you been asking for? And one of my clients actually had a good laugh at me yesterday when I said to her, um, can you believe that the entire world just came to a standstill for you to have time to create that desire that you've had for so long? And she kind of looked to me like, she, you know, I was a bit crazy. And I said to her, but hang on, the entire world also just came to a standstill for me to take this time and create all the stuff that I have been asking for and putting out there because you know, there's, for me, the way I see it, there's absolutely, as you say, there's a collective, there's been a collective crying out for us as humans to just be in unison, you know, get back to the fact that we're not separate from one another. We are all one. We're all in this human elements, race, whatever you want to call it together. But I think this is really a time for each of us to also, you know, just implore and turn inward and, and really reflect on what is it that I have been wanting to create with my life that I perhaps haven't been doing? I've been chasing, uh, you know, the, the picture of what society says I'm supposed to do, or I'm just not doing that thing that is in my heart to do because there's always something else going on. And, and I think this is really a time where we need to ask the question, am I now going to create something from fear because of what's going on. In other words, if you're going to change your business or change jobs or start a business in this time, are you going to do it as a means to an end? Or are you really going to create something that is your why, your passion? 
because I think that's, you know, as a collective, we've all been crying out for change and we've forgotten that we've been crying out for that. And for me, this is, this is the universe just mirroring back to every single one of us on an individual level. What have you been asking for? Now is, here's your chance to create it. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I, 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 think, I think you've just hit the nail on the head. Um, we, we've, we've, been, we've been given a gift and we must always, we need to look at things um, and find the, the, the gift, the light at the end of the tunnel. You know, we have to do that because what is the alternative, Mickey? I mean, the reality is what is our alternative now? You know, you know where, do we, where, do we, where do we go from here unless we are prepared to look inwards and act accordingly? You know, and, and I, I think the other thing is, is, is that um, while looking inwards, we also need to open our doors of compassion because, um, because I, I, look at, I look at people that have achieved so much in their lives and, uh, and very often, I mean, I've, I've watched a lot of these, these docuseries um, with, with people that have just achieved the most amazing things. But in the process of achieving these things, of going after these things that thought was so Im Im important to them, they, they ended up losing um, the stuff that is invaluable, the stuff that you can't um, you can't buy with money, that you you, you, you know stuff that was, was gifted to you, and uh, and it's 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 imperative for us right now as human beings to to reach outside of ourselves, to care for others, uh, and to and to help um, to help the collective you know to work with the collective to bring about something that is real you know um, and we only get this one life to live and i think it's important that we 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 define the things that are really important to us you know the things that we can take with us on our journey once we've left here and um and when you look at what those things are none of them are materialistic i don't think you know none of them are, are things that at the end of your day you would be like i'm so glad i spent my life chasing this because you know i found fulfillment I think we find fulfillment in, in, in the service of others. Um, and I think that's, that, you know, that's true for every great leader that we've ever seen in this world during our time is that it's, it's always in service of others where we find this gift of, uh, of, uh, of being. Absolutely. I, I totally agree with that. And, you know, there's something that um, kind of came up for me in my meditation a couple of days ago that I haven't shared yet. I was going to do a video on it, but I'll share it with you guys for now. And that is, you know, we, we're all seeing how Mother Earth is busy also healing in this time. We've seen so many great reports of birds returning, nature returning to its natural equilibrium at this stage because of what's going on and because of the human element that's not involved. But something else that, that I think we, we need to be aware of right now as well is what, what this is doing right now is actually just it's, it's bringing all of us back to what we were originally supposed to be, which is the fact that every single human being's value is exactly the same. And I think we've lived in a society for so long where the position you hold, your social standing, your bank account, the car you're driving, all of that stuff, we've kind of created these categories that says, if you have this job or have that amount of money or influence, um, you know, you are more important than the next person, you know, you're superior or inferior to somebody else based on that. And what I find interesting at this stage, what's happening now is we are all being brought back to you are exactly the same value. Because I mean, you know, nobody is exempt from this thing. Nobody is immune from this thing. Even Ellen DeGeneres has to stay in her house and change her entire schedule right now. 
So, you know, if you can think of whoever you think is the most powerful person in the world or the person that has the most influence, cannot even stop this thing, right? So it's kind of, it's, it's equaling the playing field in terms of you are all of exactly the same value. And someone actually asked me when I, when I shared this, one of my coaches, when I shared it with her, she said to me, okay, but financially, how does that work? Because obviously at this time, this is financially a lot easier for some than it is for others. So if you have less money, uh, this is difficult for you. And if you have a lot of money, this is easy for you. And I went and I thought about that and I realized that I heard a long time ago, and I'm speaking under correction now, that only about 5% of the world's wealth is liquid. The rest is all uh, digital money, right? And what's interesting is even those guys, if you think of the richest person in the world, guys, this is, you know, it's stocks and bonds. They've got its companies. They've got all of that stuff also came to a standstill now. And it's really bringing things back into balance in the sense of those who have a lot are now in a position where they almost have to help those who have very little. So I'd love to hear your take on that, but that's kind of something that's, I don't think we're realizing is also happening. It's just coming back to that thing of we are all of exactly the same value and money and status and influence has nothing to do with it. Yeah, listen, I mean, if, you, if you're looking at where we are right now, I mean, 2008 was a doozy for us, right, globally. But um, 1928 was the Great Depression. That was the big one. That was the, the, real, the real monster that claimed a lot of lives, claimed a lot of businesses, took people that were heroes and made them zero in day. Some, of them, some people benefited from it, but not many. Now, if you're looking at where we are right now, global economies are starting to melt. And um, we are facing this thing that they refer to as a black swan. You know, I mean, we're in a situation right now where we are in uncharted territory. Um, all the stuff that we thought was vitally important to us now no longer has value. Um, and that's true for these digital currencies, these you know, digital markets. When, you're, when, when everything that you have, like you said, is all sitting in a cloud, and all of a sudden that cloud starts to tumble because there's no more drivers, it really needs to make you question, you know, again, what am I? Where's my existence? Where's my value? And this thing that I've been chasing, where is, the, where is it? Where is the substance in it? Because, uh, because we, very realistically, well, potentially, we are facing this, this unknown threat that, that doesn't, have a, doesn't have a specific timeline. I mean, this thing, is, you know, this thing is on its own. It's on its own mission. It's got its own agenda. And, um, and we really need to ask ourselves, you know, <laughs> At the, at how much how much of what I've done over these last 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years actually currently right now has any bearing on where I am? I mean, we're looking at guys like uh, movie stars and and uh, and prime ministers that have all got this coronavirus. You know, these guys are, and their money is not helping them. They, all they can do is self-isolate and, and, and medicate to the best of what they can with what we have, which isn't much, and hope for the best. And I mean, that's the reality of it. So, you, you know, you could be sitting, you could be a billionaire right now and living in the life of luxury and it's not going to save you. It's not going to save you. Um, so I, I, I think, I think there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a global mental reset that is on its way. It's happening. We are in the middle of it right now. And uh, it's, 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 we have only one way forward. And that is as the, as, um, we are, and we are all vulnerable and all exposed, no matter, no matter our social standing. I think that's, the, that's the, the true reality of where we are. And I, I like what you said earlier about the fact that, you know, the world is starting to heal. 
It just shows you how much damage we've done, really, doesn't it? That the world, in a few days, in a few weeks, is really starting to recover. It's like she's telling us something, you know. It's like she's. It's like we've been given a warning, you know. It's like we've been. It's like we've been told, guys, this is it, you know. This is how easy it is for us to no longer exist. Um, and uh, and uh, what are you going to do with it? You know, what are you going to do with this lesson that you're about to learn? And that's that's our reality. What are we going to do? What are we going to learn from this? And how, how are we going to how are we going to allow that to play forward? You know, I mean, are we going to sit with our, you know, our over, 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 you know, our, our, our house that's too big for us, too many cars that we can't drive, more money than we'll ever be able to spend, while some people are living in the streets, while some people are living in absolute squalor, you know, while kids are going and, and, and having to go to, uh, to uh, ablution facilities that are a hole dug in the ground. You know, where are we going to draw the line as human beings? You know, where, where, what are we going to do with this? time now that we have and um, to affect the lives of other human beings because that's all we are we just we're just human beings we're all just trying to trying to survive to the best of our ability and we have we have a, an obligation to humanity to step over the line now and to to reach out now and to try and help each other now in this time you know and that we're not even guaranteed that that is going to work <laughs> um, but it's at least, at least we, at least we can. If it doesn't work, at least we can say we tried, you know. And that's more than we've done in a long time. Yeah, and you know, it's the universe. If you look at the universe around us, all the other elements around us, this is a self-regulating, self-healing, and and more importantly, what we need to remember is a self-sustaining universe. And it's really, I think, at this point, it's key for each of us to look at those elements in ourselves and in our own lives as well. How can we at this point, and you used my word, you're on my, my vibrational frequency here. My two words that I use to describe this whole thing is shift and reset. Because I think it's really key for all of us to do a bit of a reset right now and get back to the things that are really important and Relook at what we've been creating up to now. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, we are. <laughs> it's, this is an it's an amazing time for us. You know, no matter no matter what the outcome might be, um, this will be a benchmark in history, um, and uh, and a great learning for for the human race. I, I believe. What a time to be alive, right? <laughs> So in closing, Jared, what I'd like to ask you is not just for South Africans, because as we all know, South Africans only found out a couple of days ago that we will be going on lockdown for 21 days as well. And some of the other countries and other listeners on this podcast are already on lockdown. What is your advice to South Africans and the world at large right now as we go through this? Rethink your existence. You know, I think it's time for us to really rethink our existence, and we can take that across so many different, uh, so many different aspects. You know, I mean, uh, is your business being affected quite badly right now? Well, you need to rethink about how your business is going to operate going forward. You know, assume that this is not the the, the last catastrophe like this will ever face. Uh, are, are your is your marriage breaking down right now? Well, take this time to 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 reconcile and to 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 think about why that is. And think about what is what is what is worth having and what is worth losing in your life. Are you are you overweight and 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 feeling unhealthy? 
take this time to spend a little bit of time loving yourself. I think the whole message, the, the very simple message here is about looking inward. You have, you have this time during this period to really dig deep and look inside and, and determine what you want to be, who you want to be, and how you want to affect the world going forward. You know? And I think that is it in its, in its, in its simplest state is, is what do you want? What do you really, really want for yourself and for your life and for humanity? What do you want? Love that. Love that. Thanks, Jared. And if anyone on this podcast wants to get a hold of you or join this movement, where can they get a hold of you? It's uh, www.batman.co.za. I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. It's, uh, <laughs> um, so to, to join the movement, it's, uh, it's hashtag I'm staying uh, and we're on Facebook. That's, so that's where, that's where all the, the magic happens. Um, just go and look for the group. We've got 1.1 million members. There's a lot of copycats out there, but, uh, but you'll see there's one very big shining group of 1.1 million people. Um, if you want to connect with me directly, it's J-A-R-E-T-T-E at armstaying.co.za. And you, yeah, you can reach out to us through those two, those two mediums. We've also got a website, www.armstaying.co.za. And uh, that's sort of like a new site. So we, we, try to, we try to bring some of our stories, some of the stories that we thought were really amazing um, onto, this, onto the new site and, um, and to try and create this, this positive narrative in a, in a world where things are so, uh, so negatively driven or focused. And uh, that's it. That's how you get hold of me. And we look forward to seeing you. And, uh, and uh, we love you. We love you all very much. Yeah, and I think that right now everyone's staying, so you can all go join the group. <laughs> We're all staying right now. Jared, thank you so much. This was enlightening. It was fun chatting to you. Thank you for what you're doing in this great initiative and just raising the hope, not just of South Africans, but humanity at large. Thank you very much for the opportunity to speak. And, uh, and yeah, we're all in this together, right? So let's make it, let's make it more memorable. Well, guys, that was it with Jared Petzer. And what an amazing chat, guys. We had so much fun just chatting about a whole lot of stuff before and after the podcast episode as well. And, you know, as Jared said as well, guys, this is a time to really take stock. Take stock of your life. Take stock of where it is you want to be and who it is you want to be. And use this time wisely. Right. And from my side, what I just want to leave you with is that we really need to focus on changing our language about what is going on right now, because what tends to happen is that we all get into a space of, you know, it's everywhere on social media, it's in your face everywhere, it's in every conversation we're having, the words COVID or Corona is coming up um, and words like lockdown and isolation, right? Uh, so try to focus for the next 21 days on changing your language. What I've personally decided to do is every time I see that word in a post or a video or I hear about it or even when I speak about it, I replace those kinds of words with the word shift or with the word reset. In other words, my sentences are now sounding something along the lines of, so what are you doing with your time during the reset? Or what are you doing with the kids during the shift? Okay, because we need to just shift our focus and our perspective off of the virus and begin to see this as the gift that it is 
to every single one of us in some way, shape or form. So guys, that is it for this week's episode of the Breakthrough Podcast. Please do connect with Jared Petzer as well. I've left his details for you below in the show notes. Connect with him. Join the hashtag I'm Staying Movement. That is also in the show notes for you guys to go join that Facebook group. Really at a time like this, just to hear inspiring, hopeful stories from other people is really going to help uplift you as well. And you can partake in sharing hopeful stories with others on that group too. So do go and join that movement. And then from my side, guys, all of my details are in the show notes for you as well. Please do connect with me either via social media on DM or via email, or you can just leave a comment below on this podcast. I have several groups set up as support and love for other people throughout this period of time as well, no matter what country you are in. And I'm leaving that for you in the show notes. So if you are someone who just really needs support right now and is perhaps going through this alone, or you want that sense of community and upliftment daily, there is a group that you can go and join a whatsapp group and then i've also created a group for people who are coaches and mentors and light workers and health workers who can just support one another through this time as well because as the people who are sort of leading the battle and helping others through this battle as well we're also going to need support and to fill ourselves up as well so do go have a look down below join those two groups do not go through this alone, guys. Nobody should have to or needs to go through this period alone or feel isolated. Please do get in touch with this. There's loads of groups out there. You don't have to join mine, but reach out, guys. This is not a time for pride. It's not a time for anything, for shame or anything like that. We are all in this together. So please do reach out and just join one of the groups that are offering support and community and love at this time. So guys, that is it for this week's episode of Breakthrough. As I said, as always, I'm playing out with a song, but usually I play out with a song that is something that I love or enjoy. But since there is so much change happening around us, I am embracing the change and I invited Jared to let me know what his favorite song is that would really uplift everyone. So today's song that I'm playing out with is one of Jared's picks and his favorite that he felt would uplift you guys. So do enjoy it with me and we'll see you right back here on the Breakthrough Podcast again next week. Cheers.
hypnotizing watching her smile So if I don't, please play fair Let's go dancing, duh, 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 duh. So come and move your body, absolutely 